0: The Gulf Coast Growth Show is sponsored by Chevron Pasadena Refinery and is an extension of the Economic Alliance Houston Port Region, where our mission is to market and grow a vibrant regional economy. Welcome to another edition of the Gulf Coast Growth Show. I'm Chad Burke, the president and CEO of the Economic Alliance Houston Port Region. And today, uh, I have a very, very special guest with us today, Bob Bradshaw, our outgoing chairman. And uh, we wanted to have a, a kind of an exit interview, if you will, with our, our fantastic chairman as he's headed out. So welcome, Bob. Glad to have you, appreciate you taking time. As we just talked about, you are about a week away from uh, from stepping out the door at INEOS yes. and concluding what has been, in my opinion, probably you know, just a fantastic career. Uh, uh, irrespective of what you've done for us just your entire career so why don't we start with just a little a little um, kind of background on Bob uh, give us give us the Bob Bradshaw bio of, of your career and where it's taken you and, and kind of what you've done and then we'll get into some economic alliance
1: okay all right well Chad thanks thanks for taking the time to, to do this um, <clears throat> as far as my career it's it's ending here but um, it's been 42 years. I hired in with Amoco in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1981. I was actually an accountant, and if you recall, that's when uh, President Reagan at the time deregulated oil, so they hired about 40 of us accountants all at one time, nice. so it was a interesting time. Um, worked in Tulsa for a couple of years and then was transferred to uh, Clayton, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis, and uh, moved into systems analysis then. Um, Worked there for a period of time, then was transferred to our plant in Wood River, Illinois, as accounting supervisor. Um, and then I took a, a position in uh, our headquarters in Chicago yes. yeah. after a couple of years. And that was an interesting one because it was a training position. So I, was, I went from finance to human resources. And I did that purposefully. I, th- I think I've shared with the group that I've always had a fear of public speaking. Yeah. And I thought the only way I'm gonna get around this is to do it. And it was an absolute disaster for about two <laughs> months, but then um, now you can't shut me up. Yeah. So it's uh, it worked out. So I um, had a several different positions in, in Chicago, uh, supported what uh, was supposed to be the fourth leg of the uh, Amoco um, Corporation, which was Amoco Technology. So I spent... Um, some time flying around the country, doing due diligence on small technology startup companies. And um, uh, it was very interesting, but it never, it it was odd because um, within that sector you have to have some really entrepreneurial quick decision making. And that wasn't what a big oil company was uh, known for. So we left, um, so I I left uh, Chicago in 1991 and got transferred to to Texas. I got here as soon as I could. Um, Started um, my career in Texas at uh, the Texas City uh, Chemical Plant uh, with Amoco. I was finance manager. And then I moved into uh, a series of um, what they, they reorganized, Amoco did, and moved into a, um, what's called a site service role, so it was basically all the support services, and that's kind of my first taste into a true manufacturing role. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I had an opportunity to move to Chocolate Bayou as a uh, process supervisor, this my first operations role. So that was in 1999, and worked at Chocolate Bayou um, in various roles, moved up to operations manager, and then moved over to maintenance manager, maintenance and engineering manager. And then um, I was transferred to the LaPorte site as plant manager in 2011. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been an interesting ride. And then, so was that still
0: Amoco when when you came to the LaPorte site? Or no. Or had it
1: been um, purchased? It had been purchased in yeah. ni- around 99 is when BP purchased the Amoco. Mm-hmm. So basically the, my transition from... Um, uh, Texas City, the Chocolate Bayou was at the time that BP purchased Amoco. Okay. And then NEOs came in and, you know, we were, in 2005, 2006, um, BP was gonna spin off the majority of their chemical assets and create an IPO. And then about the 11th hour, um, NEOs led mm-hmm. by uh, Sir Jim Radcliffe decided to purchase the assets outright. And that's how we became NEOs.
0: Yeah. And, and and chocolate bio was part of that as well as the Laporte and now y'all have got you know great facilities down there uh, as as well and uh, over on bar uh, not Barbara's Cup, but Port Road uh, yes. as well lots of good things going on
1: yeah it's been interesting so you know the the original Ineos assets uh, were heritage you know BP Amoco um, and then you know we've added to that portfolio here in in um, the Texas area um, nitriles business out at um, Port Lavaca, um, and then obviously some of the recent acquisitions yeah. here. Um, so it's been. So a you never you, ne-
0: you never actually left the company. It just changed hands
1: while you yeah, were there. Yeah, exactly. It's um, and that's what I do say is I never changed the company. The changed, company so. changed. And you know, to to uh, uh Ineos credit, you know, it, at the time. When Enios bought us, there was um, uh, a significant amount of concern, but I can honestly say that it's probably the best thing that's happened to me career-wise. Yeah. Um, and they did honor our service, you know, vacation, so they really was a, a stand-up uh, uh, company.
0: Well, I, I, I was going to touch on this later, but I'll, I'll, I'll just touch on it right now. INEOS, uh, I remember man how many years ago was it now five six years wait well, at least four or five years ago kind of pre covid we were doing a um a groundbreaking at the um at the facility on 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 port road yes the um uh and um y'all had graciously asked us to come out and and make a few comments and so i was i was thinking about what i would say about Eneos in that in that uh in that kind of groundbreaking ceremony. And it struck me as I started talking to, you know, making notes about the, the really the, the efforts and um, community engagement that Enios had had through, through folks like yourself, um, touched almost every part of what we were trying to do here in the region with the Economic Alliance. There was obviously the project work, which we were, we were there for, but then you've chaired our, our, uh, our transportation infrastructure committee for years. Um, public policy, Enios was always represented there. Workforce development, um, great representation with folks like Stacy Putman. So in, in, in almost every aspect of what we, what we were doing to, to kind of continue our mission here, Enios was involved in, in a real proactive and, and responsible way. And so I've always just had the greatest uh, of opinion of Eneos and the, the personnel and kind of the culture that you all have. Because the company doesn't have to do that. I mean, right. you're in the business to make your product, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and y'all have y'all have really led um, this region. So I, I kind of uh, jumped ahead, but I wanted to say, you know, what a great company uh, to have been with,
1: and 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 we really appreciate the uh, the effort and leadership there. Yeah, and and that's one thing is they give us the space to allow us to do to do that. Um, you know, the other thing I'd like to mention along with that is you know our um partnership with san jacinto college yeah and um you know we we weren't the largest, but we were the first to mm-hmm. um, um, have a corporate donation for the construction of the CPAT Center. Yep. So, um, you know, slide Delbecel's name on it, but um, we like to say at least we were first. No, so. and and and
0: that's a that's an important note because uh, the you know once you once you have a company that, that steps out there and makes that kind of commitment, then that that signals the other companies, and I think did so in this region to say, yeah, this is important. We've got we're going to have good partners, and we're going to be part of this, and. Uh, Uh, it was a pleasure working on that advisory
1: board with you as well so Mm -hmm. yes it was and then when you you know you mentioned the um transportation committee it's it's a bit odd but the reason yeah i was on the transportation committee before i even was part of the board for the economic alliance Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i replaced monty Hines as chairman of ecma and it was a joint role between American and Royal and at ECMA at the time. Yep. And so I, um, you know, I, I co-chaired that as part of ECMA. and then when I uh, I continued that when I became chairman of uh, Economic Alliance. So that that's a long history there. It um, it, it really
0: it, does it, go back, and yeah. I, I thought we intentionally wanted that represented. Representation from ECMA, the East Harris County Manufacturers Association, because we needed that voice there of leadership, and you stepped right into that role and did a great job. You know that that feedback from industry as to where are the bottlenecks in the region, what are the projects we need to prioritize, those type of conversations, um, industry obviously played a, a huge, huge role in that with the port and the county as well, but but obviously you guys led on it.
1: Yeah, and I, and I would say it's probably one of the. I, I hate to use the word proud, because I, I always try to try to be humble. But um, yeah, I, I think as far as accomplishments as, as mm-hmm. part of uh, my chairmanship, I would have to say that that's probably one of the biggest wins. You know, and, and I got to um, really hand it to you and, and the Economic Alliance organization in regards to you know not only just getting manufacturing um, industry involved, but also getting you know Dot engaged. The local community, the mayors, mm-hmm. um, were all part of that. The port was a big part of it, um, and, and being able to get all of those players together in a room, align them, understand what our, our mission is, our common mission, um, is really it just shows you the the impact, the importance that the economic alliance brings to the community and brings to this area. So. You know, the, with the big win on the the PAL study on on 225, mm-hmm, um, you know, getting all eight connectors as part of the 225 Beltway Eight interchange is a, is absolutely amazing. I I mean it, that that was a personal one too because I go through I make three left turns to yeah. get on Beltway Eight when I leave work. So um, and, and then you know the the expansion of 225, the elevated mm-hmm. recommendation that was made by TXDOT. You know, looking at uh, uh, the uh, barber's cut, um, you know, anyone that drives to La Porte midday yeah. understands the, the hassles that that brings. And if, if we could do something, because the area, um, the, you know, continues to grow. And I, I always looked at it as not only is it going to help industry, but also um, and, and help the economy, the local economy. There's also a quality of life for individuals. Yep. So. Yep.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple of a uh, couple of employees that that are still traversing 146 every morning and evening, and and uh, we're we're within weeks of opening the new 146 that began over a decade ago. Um, but yeah, it's those type of projects that not it's not just uh, you know the our ability to move freight and, and product, which is which is paramount, but. But again, for those of us who live and work in the region, to be able to, to, to get to work and quality of life and get home and back to your families in in a timely manner, that's that's just as important in my opinion. So, yep. well, you kind of answered my number two question, which was uh, you know uh, some some of the things that you were proud of, and mm-hmm. you can I think I think you should rightfully be proud of that. Um, uh, I, I would agree with that. That was that's for myself. Uh, I, when we got the news of, of that uh, final recommendations out of that report, um, it, it, it really felt surreal. We'd been working on it so long. We, we had a little little impromptu party in the office. We were pretty excited. Um, tell us, uh, well, so, so kind of along those lines, um, anything that you'll remember most about uh, your experience as, as chairman here at the, at the Economic Alliance?
1: Having to follow the chancellor of Texas A&M speaking was probably a, a, lo, a low light. Um, I, I think that was a, a real challenge, but no, he, he was. It was such a tremendous speaker, and um, th- that was a great uh, annual banquet. Um, yeah, getting on stage and being able to shake hands with Governor Abbott,
0: yes. talk about an honor. Yeah, um,
1: that that was amazing. You know, some of the the things we did as it relates to the uh, Gulf Coast Industry Forum. Um, Uh, And just to show the connectedness um, that I think we really drive through the Economic Alliance, I remember picking up the phone one day and calling you, saying, Chad, I got a real problem. They're building a warehouse across the street from my plant, traffic's 55 miles an hour, my employees are having difficulty getting in and out of the plant. And I I, want to say it might have been even that same afternoon, if not the next day, I was getting calls from Precinct 2 mm-hmm. asking what the issues were and how they could help. And, and I know you were the ones, and, and Chad Carson were the ones that were the catalyst to make that happen. Um, you know, we wound up having a, a study done on uh, Independence Parkway, and they repaved it from the truck stop all the way down past Miller Cutoff. And put in a turning lane that mm-hmm. has really helped our employees, you know, and our contractors to get in and out of the plant. So I, I think that, again, shows the value of the economic alliance, just being able to connect the right people to make things happen. Yeah, I think I, I,
0: I again, one of the, one of the what we call either solutions or assists uh, that I'm really proud of. It's uh, you know, it, I, I've I've had good conversations with. Um, uh, Commissioner Adrian Garcia about that. And, and we've done that in, in numerous ways, but that's the that's the example that you give when industry has a need. You know, it's safety, it's, uh, you know, again, you have a brand new, brand new distribution warehouse right across the street from you. So you got a safety issue. And when we can pick up the phone and call people that we know that we work with, that we have a relationship with, and be able to very quickly engage the right people to to like you said, come out, they did a study, and then they were they they were really I mean, they were hopeful that things would work out. I remember when I got the call back from the engineer, he was like, Chad, good news. We not only are we gonna repave it, but we can widen it and put that late in. He was excited as excited as I was. So it's it's the perfect example of how kind of the ecosystem should work here mm-hmm. and, and the the connectivity that we can provide for it. So um, so I was great, I was really, really glad to be able to to kind of be part of that. Um, so uh, another quick question, um, you know, any, any impact uh, professionally, operationally? I guess we talked a little bit about operationally, even personally, uh, uh, on, your, on your part over the last few years here, being engaged with the Alliance?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's professionally, I just just kind of in awe at the quality of the people that you get to work with, yeah. um, not only the, the you know, yourself and the and the staff at the Economic Alliance, but being able to, to pick up the phone, and call Doctor Hellier, mm-hmm. or, you know, or, or um, Mayor Bechtel, or you know, it, it, and the passion that people have for the betterment of the community. It is really, it was an inspiration to me. I mean, when when you asked me to be chair, I was I was teetering on the the decision of retiring, mm-hmm. and I really, yeah, you know, I, I I talked to my wife Angela and said, you know, this this is going to be a really neat gig, <laughs> and I don't and I don't want to pass it up, and and so I thought I'll just you know continue on and work and and become part of this. So I I think. That grew me professionally, um, and um, you know, have just the the knowledge, the uh, the intelligence of the people that you interact with um, from the Alliance, it has just made me want to learn more. I mean, it's I I, um, I'm participating because of my connections through Economic Alliance. I was nominated to be on the American leadership or part of the American leadership forum and that has opened up some amazing doors for me the the individuals um, that are part of our cohort um, young entrepreneurs uh, city leaders uh, county leaders and just being around people that have that passion and that intelligence makes you want to learn makes you want to be a better person so i think that's was helped me personally um, and, and professionally. Um, we'll, we'll see where you know what doors open because of that. Good, good, um, good. Well, um,
0: that brings me to to my final question. Um, so, so you timed up, <clears throat> as you mentioned, you timed up the uh, your your tour of duty with us uh, with your retirement, um, and congratulations on that um, again. But so. Uh, quick kind of uh, look ahead what do you think uh, what do you think the future of the our, of our industry holds you know what's that look like and then and then one final kind of uh, add on to that is from that viewpoint what do you think that we as the economic alliance should um, should should kind of be aware of or hold as priorities or be be con- not concerned but kind of have an eye towards moving forward what are those things that that we should we should keep You know, at the the top of our priority list, if you will.
1: Um, I think first and foremost is continue what we're doing with workforce development. I think um, Mm -hmm. what's being done through Dream It Do It, um, the connections that Patty is Patty Bell's making into the schools, the sponsoring of Manufacturing Day to to open up our doors, the plant you know plant doors, to. Uh, middle school students give them a sense for what goes on in the plant. You know, we. I did my first one um, with with Angela when she was still with Lee College, yes, and yes. Um, we we brought um, students in, and it, unfortunately we we had to go on a hiatus with um, with COVID, but mm-hmm. we restarted it here uh, last year, and I got asked the same question the first within five minutes and that was how much money do you make exactly
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um, so it, it's interesting our our school children are thinking about that yeah. and um we're giving them an avenue to maybe explore those dreams so so I I think we need to continue that mm-hmm. because we're always going to need skilled and talented people to continue no matter what you know which way the um, uh, business goes in this area whether it's aerospace you know it's more around um, sustainability, Mm -hmm. those type of of initiatives. We're going to need talented, passionate people to be successful and keep the economic engine of the port region going. Um, As far as as the future, I I think we need to look at 2024. I think it's going to be a challenging year based on the global economy and what's going on in in the world. Um, But we need to kind of look past that Mm -hmm. to see what, what 25 and 26 will bring us, and um, I, I think it's going to be technology is going to continue to advance, um, and maybe look at you know the aerospace industry and what, and and what synergies that growth has with the petrochem mm-hmm. um, uh, area. Um, continue our our push. We got a big win on transportation, yeah, but. but that, that needs to continue. Now we um, have to
0: secure the money to fund all of that, right? right. so well.
1: I, I think that, that needs to continue. Um, public policy, whether it's in Austin or Washington, I think the Economic Alliance is, is our voice mm-hmm. in Washington, along with some of the other uh, trade organizations, but we need to be front and center mm-hmm. at the table, um, making sure that um, Washington's making informed policy decisions regarding – one of the largest economies in the in the country if not the world so um, I I think those are the things and then look at new opportunities you know different businesses come in um, as I I think there's going to be some rationalization within the the petrochem and do we do we fill that gap with some additional different types of industries Mm -hmm. and how do we sell the gulf coast the the connectiveness the the uh the the ports and all of that to maybe looking at um, getting different types of business diversify if you would well excellent excellent words of wisdom
0: from from a man with uh 30 plus Uh, years experience uh, 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 making it and doing everything else with it so we really appreciate it. So that'll kind of wrap us up uh, for this uh, edition. Um, as we uh, we wish our, our our now former chairman uh, uh, just a wonderful time in your retirement with Angela. I know you've got lots of great traveling and and, and fun things to do. We do. Uh, but we hope that uh, to always stay in touch with you. Um, I will say this: uh, when people ask me about Bob Bradshaw, I, I to descriptives. I think of um, I think of the word gentleman, and I think of the word statesman. Gentleman, because he's got a got a nice, easy demeanor, uh, that speaks with wisdom, uh, and I've always really loved uh, having him around. And then statesman, because he is he is out there doing things like this. He is involved in leading, and uh, uh, when when he didn't have to lead, he he would he was stepping out and and taking those roles like this here at the Economic Alliance. So, Bob, thank you so much appreciate everything that you've done. Chad. It's been a wonderful, wonderful trip that we've had together. With that, we'll wrap it up. We hope that you will uh, listen on all of our platforms, like and subscribe on uh, YouTube and and the the different networks. Um, And until next time, uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to go to the Economic Alliance Houston Port Region website and subscribe to our channels. And let's pay it forward by sharing the good news of what's happening in our region by passing this episode to somebody you know.